This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. A Nazi armband in New York City in 2022. Think about that for a moment. Two men arrested in connection with real threats against New York City synagogues. New York State issues its first round of cannabis licenses. Presidential hopeful Donald Trump claims he can't win without MAGA, his famous campaign slogan pointing to losses of two U.S. Senate candidates who railed against him. Glaringly false claims by President Biden during an annual Thanksgiving tradition at the White House. Jay Leno released from a burn center out in California more than a week after suffering burns in an accidental fire. A 21-year-old Aquag man, Suffolk County, Christopher Brown, arrested at Penn Station, New York City, after he made online threats, allegedly to attack a New York City synagogue. Threats that New York City's mayor said were not idle. A second man is also in custody. Now, according to this criminal complaint, police recovered a Glock semi-automatic firearm with an extended 30-round magazine and laser sight, a large hunting knife, a black ski mask, and a Nazi armband, prosecutors said. Brown told investigators he has a sick personality and tweeted he was going to ask a priest if I should become a husband or shoot up a synagogue and die. Here's New York City's Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, After arresting the suspect, law enforcement officers recovered a Glock semi-automatic firearm, a ghost gun with an extended 30-round magazine, a large hunting knife, and a Nazi armband. The NYPD, the New York State Police, and Suffolk and Nassau County Police have increased security at synagogues and other Jewish institutions as a result of the threats New York's governor has increased security at synagogues around the state. Adams said the extra protection for the city's 1.6 million Jews would continue through Hanukkah. Brown and 22-year-old Matthew Maher were arrested Friday night after MTA police officers spotted them entering a Penn Station following a notice from the Joint Terrorism Task Force. New York State announced the first retail recipients of marijuana licenses on Monday. The state board revealed the first 36 of 150 retail licenses, 28 of the first licenses awarded to individual businesses, eight given to nonprofits. About a dozen of these 36 licenses announced Monday go to businesses within the five boroughs. Those ready can open in days or weeks once New York State gives them the green light. New York City Mayor Adams spoke to NBC New York about it. It's crucial, and we must make sure part of this battle was to make sure those legacy uh, license holders. And so it's it's important that we got to get it right. Other states did not. The state office of cannabis management says it reviewed 900 applications. The Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act was signed into law back on March 31st, 2021. 
The MRTA authorizes the lawful use of adult-use recreational cannabis and the lawful use of medical cannabis. A report by the New York City Comptroller estimates the legal cannabis sales will total $3.1 billion yearly in New York, $1.1 billion of that in New York City, and generate annual taxes of $3.1 billion in New York State. Former President Donald Trump claimed Monday that you cannot win without MAGA. Make America great again. Despite several losses by high-profile GOP candidates he endorsed, Trump claims Republican critic Joe Odea lost out in Colorado because he campaigned against MAGA. Former State Department spokeswoman Morgan Ortegas spoke to Fox News about whether the GOP should dump Trump and what people could expect in the upcoming presidential election. I think Trump sort of comes into this uh, race uh, as the returning champion. And, and I don't know that that's actually the best position for him. If, if you look at 2016 and 2020, he did better in 2016 when he had all of these candidates, what, 17 that he needed to go mm-hmm. through. I think he does a little bit better whenever his back is up against the wall. The bottom line is it is going to be an incredibly competitive general election. Trump also called out New Hampshire Republican Senate candidate Don Boldick, blaming his loss to Democrat Maggie Hassan on his post-primary rejection of the former president's Stop the Steal narrative. Well, president Biden made a glaringly false statement as he pardoned two turkeys at the White House Monday, incorrectly claiming that his home state of Delaware has the most chickens in the nation. We have more chickens than anybody in the nation in Delaware, but we don't have turkeys, Biden, who turned 80 Sunday, falsely claimed during the annual tradition. Votes are in. They've been counted and verified. There's no ballot stuffing. There's no foul play. The only red wave this season is going to be a German shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. The two turkeys pardon chocolate and chip. While Jay Leno released from the hospital on Monday, he underwent surgery for burns he suffered in a gasoline fire while working on his prized multi-million dollar car collection out in Burbank, California. Leno spent 10 days at the Grossman Burn Center after suffering burns to his face, chest, and hands. Here's Dr. Peter Grossman, the medical director of the Grossman Burn Center. He spoke to Good Morning America. I am a little surprised at how well he is doing considering the seriousness of his injuries. Um, Most people uh, tend to be a lot more limited due to pain. The 72-year-old Leno was seen thanking staff before leaving the facility in the first photo since he suffered those injuries. Republican Congressman James Comer of Kentucky is expected to become chair of the House Oversight and Reform Committee next year, and he said the panel would not prioritize the investigation into classified documents seized at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Instead, he said the committee will focus on a number of other probes once the GOP takes the majority. The list of potential targets includes Hunter Biden, the son of President Biden, and the family's business activities. He spoke to CNN about the Hunter Biden probe. There's no plans to subpoena Joe Biden. There are plans to subpoena Hunter Biden. Why then would you not subpoena Joe Biden if this is all about Joe Biden? Well, it's complicated to subpoena President of the United States. But it has been done. It has been done, and, and the Democrats sent out subpoenas like junk mail. Other topics the committee will probe are alleged politicization of the Department of Justice, the origins of COVID-19, last year's messy withdrawal from Afghanistan, the increase of migrants at the southern border, and the Biden administration's policies. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis is closing in on the once-yawning polling gap with former President Donald Trump as he inches closer to a 2024 White House bid. 
A new Harvard Caps Harris poll is out. It was shared exclusively with The Hill on Monday. It gives DeSantis 28 percentage points and Trump 46 percentage points in a hypothetical matchup for the GOP nod. The Florida governor's standing improves some 11 points and Trump is down by nine points in this hypothetical primary matchup. Trump's support, meanwhile, plummeted nine points to 46. Trump announced last week, of course, that he would once again seek the Republican presidential nod in 2024. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. DeSantis has not officially announced yet. Trump's announcement came at a time when a growing number of Republicans are questioning his influence in the party and whether he's the right candidate to carry the GOP into the next election for the White House. The gunman who allegedly opened fire inside of a Colorado LGBTQ club Saturday night, killing five people and injuring at least 19 people, had prior run-ins with the law. Those run-ins included reportedly threatening his own mother with a homemade bomb. Anderson Lee Aldrich is charged with menacing and first-degree kidnapping in June 2021 for allegedly making a threat to detonate an explosive, according to police records. Joshua Thurman, a witness to the shooting, spoke to Nine News in Colorado. Our community is shattered. This is the only LGBTQIA plus space we have in the city of Colorado Springs. Where are we going to go? We can rebuild. We can do things, but it's not going to take back those five people that died or the other 18 that were injured. In 2021, police say Aldrich had multiple weapons and ammo in his possession when he allegedly threatened to unleash carnage, causing 10 homes in the area to be evacuated. Police didn't find any homemade explosives at that time. His mother at that time had refused to cooperate with investigators in the case. Therefore, her son was not prosecuted, according to local Fox affiliate station KDVR. One person is dead and 16 people are injured after an SUV crashed into an Apple store in Massachusetts. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard has more. Many units up here as I can get, okay? As many as possible. Authorities say the vehicle careened through the front window of the store just outside of Boston around 1045 Monday morning. The crash killed 65-year-old Wayne, New Jersey resident Kevin Bradley and left 16 people severely injured. Here's Plymouth County District Attorney Tim Cruz. Regarding the, the operator of the motor vehicle, we're looking into that. Regarding the status of the motor vehicle, we're looking into that. Police are talking with the driver of the 2019 Toyota 4Runner and have yet to say if they will press charges. I'm Alex Barnard for the 77 WABC Early News. The European teams that are competing at the 2022 Qatar World Cup announced Monday that they've abandoned plans to wear One Love armbands in support of LGBTQ rights during the tourney. The change follows warnings from the international soccer governing body FIFA that they would be penalized for doing so. In an unprecedented move, Just hours before the matches began, FIFA warned it would issue a yellow card to any player wearing the armband. Two yellow cards in a game means that the player is sent off the field. Belgium soccer player Thomas Munier. Yeah, we will not wear the the one off uh, brace. It's 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 yeah, it's really pity, but now it's too late. I think there is nothing else to do um, because most of the countries have. Um, 
have uh, given up uh, about doing protests. Captains of the teams from the seven European nations competing in the World Cup, England, Wales, Germany, Denmark, Belgium, Switzerland, and the Netherlands made the announcement concerning the rainbow armbands, which are meant to signal support for diversity and inclusion. The World Cup, of course, being hosted by Qatar, and homosexuality is a crime in Qatar, as in much of the rest of the Muslim world. Men caught in sexual acts with one another can face several years of imprisonment or even the death penalty. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Justin Ellick here with a look at sports. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Quite a bit to get to here. Got a double header to get to on the ice first as the Devils and Islanders were in action yesterday. The Devs haven't lost in so long that I'm not sure if they remember what it feels like as they tie their franchise mark with their 13th straight win in the form of a 5-2 beatdown at home of the Edmonton Oilers. Jesper Bratt opened up the scoring with this power play goal in the first, and New Jersey wouldn't look back from there. Devils at 20.3% on the power play. Have at least one power play goal in six of the last seven games. In fact, they have exactly one power play goal in six of the last seven games. Make it seven of eight! Jesper Bratt lights the lawyer! That call courtesy of MSGSN, Vitek Vanacek was his usual self in net, gobbling up 27 saves and route to the win as the Devs try and break the franchise mark with their 14th straight win tomorrow night at home against the Toronto Maple Leafs. As for the Islanders, they took care of the aforementioned Maple Leafs last night in Toronto, albeit needing overtime to secure the 3-2 victory. It was Anthony uh, Bevoulier with an absolute snipe from the left hash that put Isles fans to sleep happy in overtime. Noah Dobson and Josh Bailey were the two goal scorers in regulation for New York, and Elias Rokin registered 30 stops between the pipes as New York uh, moves into a tie for second place in the Metropolitan Division with the Carolina Hurricanes. They'll be in action as well tomorrow after an off day today. As for your hockey blue shirts, they're set to return to the ice tonight in uh, Los Angeles for a 10.30 p.m. puck drop with the Kings on the hardwood. Uh, it was the Knicks bouncing back from a loss to beat the Thunder on the road in OKC by a score of 129-119. to 119. New York Stars showed up in a big way. Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett combining for 50 points, but it was Jalen Brunson who was the real difference maker with his 34 points in 34 minutes on the floor of the Knicks. Move back to 599, currently good for 8th place in the Eastern Conference. And to the pitch we go here, as I'm going to attempt to report on soccer. Team USA opened up their 2022 World Cup campaign in Qatar with a 1-1 draw against Team Wales. Tim- Timothy Weah opened up the scoring for uh, the United States in the 36th minute, but it was Wales' Gareth Bell who nodded things up uh, at 1 as time dwindled in the 82nd minute. The Americans will have to bounce back with three points against Team England on Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time to help their chances of taking Group B. Here with the Early News Sports Update, I'm Justin Alec on 77 WABC. Let's check in with Lou Dobbs in your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Wall Street lower yesterday. All three major indexes down. The market is waiting on more rate hike cues for the release of the November Fed minutes tomorrow. Meanwhile, investors will look to earnings for a rebound ahead of the holiday. Another round of quarterly retail reports today. Wall Street is targeting a 23% increase in overall earnings when Dollar Tree reports Same-store sales are forecast to have risen more than 4%. Dollar Tree stock has been hit by inventory accumulation in recent months. Dick's Sporting Goods forecast not so rosy. Economists targeting a nearly 30% decline in earnings. Investors looking for an improved outlook ahead of the holiday shopping season. The Golden State Warriors being sued. An FTX customer says the reigning NBA champions fraudulently promoted the now bankrupt crypto exchange. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 
77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. All right, looking at futures this morning, the Dow's up 68 points or 0.20% at 33,802. S&P's up eight and a quarter. NASDAQ's risen 19 and one quarter points. Gold up $8.60 an ounce at $1,748.20. Crude oil at $80.30 a barrel, up 26 cents. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's the WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time 520. Well, folks out in western New York continue to dig out from that massive record snowfall. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown. A massive lake effect storm leaving nearly seven feet of snow in communities in Buffalo snow belt along Lake Erie. The snow starting on Thursday and not stopping until Sunday. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown appearing on Cats at Night, thanking host John Casamitidis, whose Red Apple-owned fuel facility in hard-hit Hamburg, continue to help keep emergency service vehicles on the road. So thank you so much for keeping keeping that Hamburg store open, uh, that assisted us in the entire region uh, with what we were doing to get the community open back up, get snow plowed, get snow hauled. The Biden administration promising federal help for Western New York. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. Well, complaints about bus service for New York City's public school students. The New York City Council ended up holding a joint oversight hearing on Monday on the Department of Education's handling of transportation, and many say the bus system is failing them. Parents have raised complaints about what they say is unresponsiveness of call centers when trying to track buses, as well as concerns over the obstacles students with special needs face when using these buses. Here's New York City Council member Rita Joseph. There's only one word to describe this. Unacceptable. October 2022 saw the highest number of delays in any single month in the last five years, surpassing 14,000. 65% of the 150,000 students who ride the school buses are students with special needs. There are also several thousand who live in places like shelters and are in tenuous situations, also resulting in buses arriving late. The DOE is also short 350 drivers two months into the school year, and the city says it is working to hire nurses for routes that serve kids with these disabilities. It is also working to try and roll out an app with the company Via to be able to track buses as well as well as hire. A suspects arrested in connection with a Hoboken shooting. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz reports. It was back on September 25th when 28-year-old Christopher Garcia was gunned down on a Marshall Drive basketball court. Authorities believe they have the right man in 25-year-old Dion Williams of Jersey City, who was taken into custody at an Elizabeth hotel. No motive for the incident has been released. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. A row of parked buses and trailers that are used for special events, like the upcoming Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, went up in flames in Kearney, New Jersey, Monday. 
These vehicles were parked at Royal Buses Incorporated, where the company's groundskeeper arrived for work just after 6 a.m. and discovered them ablaze. That fire spread rapidly to about seven buses, sending flames shooting through the parking area before firefighters managed to put out those flames. The groundskeeper was not hurt, and the cause of the fire is under investigation, and the company, On Time Elite, provides production buses and trailers for things like film shoots and special events, including the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The estimated value for each bus or trailer is about $670,000 each. And the company says it does have another location with buses and these trailers so that the parade will not actually be impacted by this loss. The fire is being called suspicious, mostly as a precaution until they find out actually how it began. Nassau County honoring two hero firefighters for risking their lives to save a woman trapped in a burning home. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard reports. Authorities say Freeport Assistant Fire Chief Anthony Sotira and Lieutenant Joe Brown responded to a call of a Roosevelt home engulfed in flames with occupants trapped inside. Both men entered the home where a woman was found unconscious and not breathing and were able to get her to the hospital where she ended up dying a few days later. Both men were honored yesterday before a Nassau County legislative meeting. I'm Alex Barnard for the 77 WABC Early News. Well, the FBI says it is prepared to offer a reward of up to $10,000 for information that leads to an arrest of a Connecticut father who is suspected in the brutal homicide of his 11-month-old daughter in Naugatuck, Connecticut, on Friday. This baby girl, Camilla Francis Quinney, had been choked, stabbed, and dismembered, according to Naugatuck police. Now, authorities have obtained an arrest warrant that charges 31-year-old Christopher Francis Quinney with murder and with special circumstances and risk of injury to a minor. On Monday, Naugatuck police revealed more information about this case. Chief C. Colin McAllister called the crime horrific and gruesome. It's not lost on me that we are discussing another offender uh, in our community who has an extensive criminal history of violent acts, and violent crimes, um, who is out um, as an offender in our community. This baby girl died of neck compressions and stab wounds. Police said Monday her death has been ruled a homicide. The chief said it is one of the most difficult and trying cases that they have ever had to investigate. Well, Democratic New York Governor Kathy Hochul raised a record-shattering $60 million-plus to win election to a full term as governor in a surprisingly close race against her Republican challenger, Congressman Lee Zeldin, a top finance campaign chief, boasted in a note to supporters. Now, that means Hochul raised and likely spent nearly $20 for each of the 3 million votes that she received. We'll build a state where families can afford to raise their children We'll create good-paying jobs from Long Island to the city, the Hudson Valley, the North Country, all the way to Buffalo in the southern tier. We'll do all that. And much of the money was raised from entities with businesses before the state, including donors who operate casinos seeking a license in New York, film companies that benefit from tax credits, cannabis companies, contributors from the massive healthcare industry who run or work in hospitals and nursing homes and other state contractors and public employee unions. D9, well, Elton John's final North American tour has come to an end. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has the story. I wish you health and love, prosperity, prosperity. Be kind to each other, okay? And uh, 
Farewell. The Rocket Man played his final U.S. show at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles Sunday night. Sir Elton filled the career-spanning set list with hits like Benny and the Jets, Crocodile Rock, and Don't Go Breaking My Heart, which saw Kiki D come out and join him. He also performed duets with Dua Lipa and Brandy Carlisle before taking his final bow with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. And if you missed the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.